Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Welcome back on board on the mark. We're delighted to have you with us again today. It is an open phone day, 570-743-9565. That'll get you right through to our producer, Rob Center, this morning. Rob will take your name and information, your first name and information, and put you on the line, and then we'll talk to you. How That's how it works. So give us a call at 570-743-9565. Email us, as some have done already this morning, at onthemark at wkok.com, or text us, as someone has done uh, leftover one from yesterday at 70236 but be sure to include the key phrase OTM at the start of your message so that it comes right through to us and who brings you this wonderful program on the mark why your good friends at the Sunbury Motor Company selling more cars satisfying more customers since 1915 they are a family owned dealership 4th Street in Sunbury and the Kia dealership on routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf find out more about them at sunburymotors.com on the web. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. and on Saturday from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. They uh, sell Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles and they are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks including all sizes of trucks. They have a large truck shop, a parts department, a body shop, and a lime shop and a repair garage for all types of vehicles and guess what they're a master towing service with decades of experience sunbury motor company selling more cars satisfying more customers since 1915 we have leftover business from yesterday and some new business from the start of this morning our last text of the day came in yesterday after we were off the air didn't get a chance to read it it said along with the republicans let's blame the shutdown on covid climate change and trump that'll make the democrats feel good well we haven't shut the government down yet but we may be doing that Uh, our friend tom had a comment on the subject of the shutdown things not mentioned on yesterday's show were the fact that the Republicans have only have problems with the debt, deficit, and the budget when they are out of power. Fact, when the Republicans are in power, they set spending records that may never be broken. Another thing not mentioned was the fact that the 50s and 60s were great economically. Taxes were 90% for the wealthy. CEO to worker pay was 10 to 1. We actually made and repaired things in this country. Mergers were illegal. Inflation was just a meaningless word. So where are we now? The rich pay little to no taxes. CEO to worker pay rate ratio is 400 to 1. We produce very few products and most are not repairable and are just throwaways. Six families have more money than half the population of the country. Antitrust laws were scrapped. Inflation is running rampant. How did we go so wrong? Answer, Ronald Reagan and the Republic 
icons starting in 1980. The rich and corporations now own our politicians, our country, and our way of life. Reagan tripled the national debt while in office, a first for our country, sad but true. Once again, yesterday's show lacked any substance but had lots of blame all pointed in the wrong direction. That's signed Tom. So what say you folks? Does Tom have a point there? Is it all the Republicans starting with Ronald Reagan? Uh, I don't think so. To be honest with you, Tom, I think the Democrats bear some responsibility here as well. Let's face it, not all of those years were Dem Republican presidents uh, from 1980 on up till today. There are a few Democrats in there, too. And there have been times when the Democrats had both the House and the Senate in addition to the presidency. And what did they do to solve the problem? Nothing, Tom. Sorry. And, and I'm not saying the Republicans did any better. Quite frankly, what I'm not hearing out of Washington today is a cohesive plan to do something about this that everybody can, can work toward and, and support in one way or another. We're never going to solve this unless everybody's willing to suffer a little pain. I'm sorry, but that's the only way it's going to work out. But, Tom, I do agree with you that the Republicans bear some of the blame for this. And right now it looks to me like they're more interested in tearing the country apart than they are in putting it back together with this insane desire to shut down the government one more time. It hasn't worked before. It's not going to work this time. The Republicans were blamed before, and I have no doubt they'll wind up being blamed again. So the problem I have with the Republicans, and again, I'm a lifelong one, is they somehow always manage to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. They've got the majority in the House. They could do something reasonable with it. But instead, the Freedom Caucus and the folks involved in that are holding things up and making it more difficult to get to some kind of consensus. And, of course, now they're threatening the Speaker of the House with his job. That's something else that we'll have to deal with. So if you want to comment on that, our number is still 570-743-9565. And our friend E.B. has a contribution to make to the program this morning. She says a judge found Trump and his sons Eric and Dumb Don Jr. liable for persistent and repeated fraud over the valuing, over, for overvaluing the worth of their real estate properties over the span of years. That judge also took away the Trump Organization's license to practice business in New York and sent it into receivership where it will be under the control of a court-appointed officer. The Trumps are looking at a fine potentially in excess of $250 million. Will the Trump crime family be discussed in depth on On the Mark today? Or will it be usual whataboutism that swiftly pivots away from Trump's criminal activity and toward the ongoing bashing of Joe Biden Biden and the Democrats. Sadly, I think we all know the answer to that. Still, the endless illegality of Trump's crime family deserves serious discussion. Well, I will agree with you that there certainly should be some serious discussion about whether or not there is a Trump crime family and a Biden crime family. But, E.B., where were you Monday? I'm sorry. You'd, you'd have a lot more credibility with me if you were also coming down on some Democrats from time to time. We didn't hear anything from you about Bob Menendez, gold bars and currency stuffed in envelopes in his house. Isn't that reprehensible, too? Isn't that a sign that the Democrats are morally bankrupt and trying to destroy our country? Oh, wait, that's only if it would be a Republican. Okay, I got you. Anyway, 570-743-9565. That's our hotline number this morning. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. And like them or not, tonight is the second Republican debate, and Donald Trump will not be there. 
Is he a coward for fa failing to show up? Or is he smart to not put himself through a ringer he doesn't have to put himself through? Uh, we go to Fox News and uh, their, their uh, new political analyst, Gianno Caldwell, who sets the scene for tonight's debate, and it should be an interesting one. The second GOP primary debate is quickly approaching, and while former President Trump still holds a large lead over his rivals in the polls, Nikki Haley makes her biggest jump yet in the Iowa polls. Joining us now is Fox News political analyst Gianno Caldwell. Gianno, welcome. So let's start with taking a look at the people who have qualified to be on that debate stage on Wednesday night in California. You've got DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Haley, Pence, Scott, and Christie. Gianno, what are your expectations for the big event? I think you just uh, kicked it off in the game. Nikki Haley, who I thought in the first Republican debate spoke is though she was speaking beyond the Republican base. She was speaking to independents. She was speaking to Democrats when she talked about abortion and a number of other topics when she talked about spending, how she said both parties have gotten us into this mess. So I expect to see her rise to the top again. Ron DeSantis, I expect to see uh, pushing his record, what he's done in Florida. I live in Florida. I was living in California before I moved to Florida. And I moved because of the freedom that I saw existing here in Ron DeSantis' leadership. So I'm expecting him to do that. But here's the thing. We know for what we've seen through the polling, uh, time and time again, that this is Donald Trump's primary. This is Donald Trump's race to lose. And it doesn't appear that he's losing it, especially as he's going through these multiple court cases, these indictments. The steam has picked up. And I think at this particular point, Donald Trump has made mention of it that he believes that these are vice presidential debates. And I happen to agree with him because there's no one within the Republican uh, primary right now that voters, Republican voters are willing to choose over Donald Trump. Abortion is always expected to be a big issue in this race. Here is former President Trump on that this week. I believe in the three exceptions for rape, incest, and the life of the mother. In order to win in 2024, Republicans must learn how to properly talk about abortion. This issue costs us unnecessarily, but dearly in the midterms. I mean, DeSantis is willing to sign a five-week and six-week ban. I think what he far. did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake. So, Gianna, we saw the former president in Iowa a few days after that answer on Meet the Press. Is that a sign that he was worried about alienating pro-life voters? Here's the thing, uh, and this is my first time ever hearing that, that soundbite. I got to tell you, I think Donald Trump is listening to the voters in the previous election in the midterms. This was a big uh, moment for the Republican Party. We thought that because of all the other things that were going on in the country economically, uh, inflation and all these other issues that Joe Biden and the Democrats, I think many people believe, have caused, but abortion ended up being the, the biggest facet for many Americans, especially suburban women. The fact that he's changing, or maybe not even saying that he's changing, the fact that he's using this kind of language tells me that he's signaling to them that he's not going to be an enemy or demonize those women, uh, especially when you're talking about rape, incest, and in the, uh, in the, in the life of a mother. I think those are more so common sense principles. And, you know, I'm a pro-life guy myself. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, I think that he's really speaking to the electorate. And I know that he's not looking to offend pro-lifers, but you do have to have a common sense balance. And I think that's what exactly what Nikki Haley was saying in the first debate. So these are things, I think, from a polling perspective, 
really gives him uh, a bit of a boost, or at least when it comes to suburban women who think about these issues, who are really the ones these questions are posed to, that they're not going to dislike him off of this stance, which is one that's very important to a lot of them. All right. Well, we're excited for that big debate. Gianna Caldwell, thank you so much for your time. Gianna Caldwell, Fox political news analyst, who's talking about uh, the ramifications, if you will, of tonight's uh, Republican debate. Again, Donald Trump's not going to be there. I was fascinated by something that Trump said this week, that the Republicans need to learn how to properly discuss abortion. And, you know, I don't think he offered any real tips on how that might be done. What would a proper discussion of it be? I mean, Trump says he supports, uh, you know, the right of the uh, mother's health, uh, incest and rape as exceptions to the abortion laws. He says that Ron DeSantis' six-week bill was a terrible mistake. Well, what would be the proper way to handle this? And if he were in president in the office again, what would he be doing? This has been a long-time hot-button issue, and it's not going to go away. And I think that the Republicans do have to come to terms with it because I think it did hurt them in the last election. I think as a concept, people don't like abortion. But on the other hand, they don't want to force a woman to have a pregnancy that for whatever reason, she is either incapable, unwilling, or... um, unable to handle. And we don't want to force people to do things, but on the other hand, uh, you can't ignore the fact that if you are a moral person, abortion has to be considered morally wrong. So I'm not certain how Donald Trump would properly talk about abortion or recommend that Republicans properly talk about abortion. It's a subject that's a tough one. It's never going to be at a cons- at a consensus point in this country. I-, I doubt seriously that we'd ever come up with anything, even though Trump says he would go in and he would get an agreement with people. I think in some regards, he may be selling out the evangelicals who have been uh, his support for so very long. We have some comments on that, too. Give us a call, 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. This technician really knows what he's There's nothing better than have trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you take prices that fit your budget and shop other dealers and compare prices see on inventory at Sunbury Line. Follow them on Facebook. Routes 11 and 15. The Valley and beyond. About 5855 to see what we can do for you. Every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Real money back when you get gas with the ups you actually add up to anything? I'll make around 200 to up to attract interview.com slash credits. Totally dismissing option. Most of it not pointing here with his change of his stand on it for uh, getting Roe versus Wade overturned, and now he's coming back and insulting Ron DeSantis's six-month or six-week um, ban on abortions after six weeks. He's calling Nikki Haley names again. And so the evangelicals have a decision to make, and I think it's very interesting. That there was an interview I caught this week with uh, Minister Ron uh, Mike Damascus on Fox talking about evangelicals and their loyalty to Trump. It's a very interesting take from this pastor. He's leading in polls. He is. Um, but you can't take it for granted. There's so many unknowns with Trump right now. For all of the unknowns in the Republican presidential race, Pastor Mike Damastis does know this. Donald Trump's grip on many evangelical voters in Iowa remains firm, for now at least. There's a loyalty with Trump and uh, people that follow him that you can't just peel that away from some. But I think that many people in the evangelical community right now are, are willing to hear from other people. 
whether Iowa Republicans are willing to hear from or actually vote for one of Trump's many challengers is the question. The answer could rest inside Iowa churches, where evangelical voters hold considerable sway and candidates are going to great lengths to win them over. But the former president's latest comments on abortion, calling a six-week ban a terrible mistake, gives Damastus pause. For evangelicals, there are probably four issues that matter. Life is usually right at the top. You know, I know most people, the way that they evaluate presidential elections is what the gas price is. That's it. But for an evangelical, no. Four months before Iowa opens the Republican presidential contest, nuances on abortion policy will be at the center of the debate here. We ask all this in the precious name of Jesus. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis stood in the middle of a prayer circle during a weekend visit to the Fort Des Moines Church of Christ, where Damastus is pastor. It's part of the campaign's pressing appeal to Christian conservatives. Our rights are endowed by God. They do not come from the government. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott has long been highlighting his faith, often weaving in Bible verses on the campaign trail. Hallelujah. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. Jesus will set you free, John 8, 32. With fall harvest season soon at hand, a fresh sense of urgency hangs over the race. While many Republicans are hoping for a fresh start. I think we need new leadership, so I'm eager to see that happen. A deep Trump loyalty remains among evangelicals. I love everything he stands for. Sally Hoffman sees and hears both sides. To me, it's huge for a tap three U.S. Supreme Court justices during his term. I, I'm a big pro-life proponent. I like what a lot of what Trump has done in office. His personality concerns me a little bit, but I like what Nikki Haley's doing. I like um, DeSantis, too, so kind of in that range. In 2016, Iowa's evangelicals made up nearly two-thirds of Republican caucus attendees and helped lift Ted Cruz to victory over Trump. While hardly a monolith, these are the voters who could slow or solidify a Trump march to the nomination. For now, Damastus echoes the sentiment of some others, saying he's undecided, waiting and watching. Trump, with all the litigation that's going on, what's going to happen with that? What's the future? Is he going to receive a felony conviction or not? It does wide open the race for everybody, and, uh, and I think that's why a lot of these people are still in it. Very interesting take on that. So is Ronald, I'm sorry, Ronald Reagan, no. Is he selling out the evangelicals? Are they going to stick with him or not? Bill from Bloomsburg, you're on the mark this morning. Hey, good morning, Ron. Hey, first, uh, about the Trumpster. The Trumpster's a proven winner. Uh, he had our country going the right way. Uh, as far as uh, last night I saw on uh, Fox News, uh, as soon as Biden was president, uh, it's, it's supposed they're supposed to release it today that Biden's took $250 million from Chinese four days after uh, he was put in office, and everything was uh, funneled through his Delaware home. Uh, when they when they come by and say uh, 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 over exaggerate, excuse me. No, go ahead. Uh, when they come and say. Uh, you know, the, the headline media about the Trumpster in New York, banning them out of New York and whatnot. New York's crooked. The Democrats are crooked. But uh, if, if he overestimated his taxes on property, and who doesn't? If you sold your house today, uh, and if you could overestimate it or try to get an appraisal higher or whatnot, uh, listen, the Trumpster, 
has many failures, but he has rose from every one of them. And right now, there's no one more focused on the American people and the American way and the Constitution than this man. There's no one. No one. You can't, you can't, in the same breath, you can't, that, that's on that stage that, uh, the guy's a proven winner. Uh, inflation, this country's going to go under. Uh, the open borders, I, it's laughable that the Democrats even, uh, uh, the the sheep even and go after these open borders and and they they estimated 50 million illegal aliens and you know that's wrong it's never going to be right and the burden on the on the the communities with the the schools like in sweden when they open their borders and all the muslims and whatnot and everybody from all these countries came that uh i know a school teacher over there and the burden that was put on them was was horrendous Horrendous it, it, for for that country the the, the influx, uh, and and it, it is terrible. Like they had to build brand new schools, they had to do this, they had to do that, and the taxes and the, and the people that are suffering, or uh, the people that are suffering, are going to be the common folks with the with the taxes and the programs, and, and uh, the people that are on the borderline that need assistance from the government are losing that. It's going to the illegal aliens where. Legit Americans are suffering, or are, are, are going to suffer worse. I mean, the sheep—it's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's so laughable that how corrupt this uh, uh, the coup is, and, and the police state that it, that it's already here. I mean, it's and and people just don't see it. I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, and you got to have your debate tonight. Uh, it, it's, it, it'll it'll break it'll it'll set right it'll break every kind of ratings there is because the American people are fed up. But well, it hasn't. I don't think it's on any of the major networks, and I think even Fox is only covering it on their uh, their web streaming service, Fox Nation. I don't think yeah. it's on the on the network yeah, but itself. Where do you see the numbers when it's all said and done? The numbers are going to be. No one wants to see these. Like they're they're legitimately. Yeah, there's some good candidates and whatnot, but. Trumpster has proven what he could do for this country. He, the Trumpster didn't leave uh, multi-billions of dollars worth uh, of military equipment over in Afghanistan. He, he left more equipment there than countries have in Europe. That we left more equipment that 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 could that countries don't even can't even dream of having, and he just gave it away. You're talking uh, about Biden now, right? You're not oh, about Biden! Trump, like, right? How could he even be, in the, be entertained? Like, the, the only reason the the, the the sheep and the Democrat with these open borders now they want to give them all uh, official IDs, and it's all about stealing the election and staying in power. And the sheep that follow this that go out and pay three dollars for a pack of gum, and they still pack this this, this craziness is, is laughable. All right, but you've got to admit, Bill, that Donald Trump has done some pretty crazy things. I mean, he insults everybody. He he can't. How would he even pick a running mate? He talks like the common guy in your neighborhood, and he'll tell you what he thinks. And I respect the guy more like that. I'd rather have a guy that that, that goes off the whim and 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 says what he wants to say, and some uh, politically correct. And, and pacify uh, everybody. Yeah, but Bill, he, he praises <laughs> he, he praises people to the high heavens until they cross him, and then suddenly they're low energy, stupid, uh, immoral, <laughs> probably obese on top of everything else. I mean, this isn't a rational person. Don't don't you see that? Listen, you're going to take a guy like that, or a guy that's proven 
on the take that's bankrupt in this country and has. Uh, I'm not and, saying and, Biden's and good. This country no. in a tailspin. I'm not saying Biden's good, Bill. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying there's enough about Donald Trump that alarms me. I'll take the guy that sits down at the end of the bar and and, and badmouths everybody, but does the right thing and has values. In the end, he's for the American. The flag he bleeds red, white, and blue. I'll take that guy over a couple of insults. You got to take a guy over an insult where China's going to take us over. Oh, the guy uh, gave a mean tweet, but uh, China, hey, uh, you could take, you could buy half a uh, half of our land for your farm and, and take all our uranium. And Russia, you could do this and do that because uh, the guy with the mean tweet uh, put the screws to you and was making you pay your taxes and was making. All these countries that we give free military pay up, and and uh, NATO and all this. I'll, I'll take that guy any day of the week. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Let's talk about something practical for a moment. Has Donald Trump come forward with any plan to cut the national debt, other than just saying he wants to cut spending? Has drill, he ha- baby, drill. Let that oil flow down the streets. Bring everything back to this country and be productive and make money. It take five years. Listen. Five years. They're, they're, they're drilling all over the world. Okay, but he, he did all that stuff. <laughs> and shoving this EV down our throats. It, it, it's, all, it's all government control. It, and, and China has all the patents for all these batteries and whatnot. Every time the Americans come up with something, China comes in and swoop, takes it. Okay, he, he did all that. I mean, he, I grant you, he had the economy humming, but he didn't cut spending. He didn't cut spending at all. He increased spending. You have to understand, right, a two-term president, right? Now, he comes in at four years, right, and and he and, uh, the Democrats had the Senate and whatnot. Everything that he tried to push through, they they delayed everything. Like, he, he could not implement nothing because uh, look, at, look at all the stuff. Every time uh, Biden gets hit with something like now, it's going to come out that he took $250 million to his Delaware home, wired directly to his Delaware home, Four days after he became president, now every now it's coming out. So now they come out with this uh, this tax thing, and they're trying to ban him from New York. You 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 got to look at the the big picture. You can't look at a mean tweet or this or that or or politically correct tweet. But shouldn't he be I mean, focused? Shouldn't he be focused, laser focused on our problems and how, what he would do to solve them, instead of getting involved in all these personal? But you don't understand the roadblocks and uh, the deep state that's, that 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 gives him the hard time. So say say Trump appoints somebody director of this or this or this, right? The Democrats they go in, they they blackmail them, they research them, they come in and they threaten whoever. Right now they threatened all his lawyers. They come around. Nobody will represent. It. They come around, and when watch when he appointed somebody with by, within the within a week, that they resigned because the Democrats came back door him and came at him like, "Hey, you take this position, we're going to expose you. You take this position, we're going to expose you." And then then they step down. Everybody that that is squeaky clean that's around the Trumpster because they what they go through. If he appointed you Secretary of say Pothole Pete kicked him out because he was a mayor, you're a mayor. You're, the Democrats would come in, they would know who you, what, you, what you did in high school. They would come after you and try to get you to resign. Well, it, you don't understand what this man's gone through and what, what he's trying I, to do I think for his I country and how they come after everybody. I understand what he's gone through, but, you know, there, there are people who go through a lot of bad stuff in their life, and they don't result, resort to name-calling and belittling other people and trying to make somebody else look bad to make themselves look good. 
And, that, and that's why the, the common folks gravitate to this guy, because uh, well, you know what? So. Comedy, listen, I don't hold back. I don't care if my family likes it, people at work when I was at work or on the street. If I, I say what I want to say, I don't care. Okay. And well, I'm the same way. As long as you don't curse, you're always welcome to call here. Hey, thanks I, a lot. I hate that. I <laughs> Appreciate your call, Bill, as always. 570-743-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. The phone line are open and the topic is whatever you want to talk about today so give us a call at 570-743-9565 one of our texters says donald trump is not electable you guys better wake up and smell the coffee no black person or women are going to vote for him it's over we need somebody new well i would say that maybe you have a point except that joe biden has stuck his his foot in his posterior and maybe we'll cover that when we come back but give us a call right now this program only works if you participate we have a call coming in we can take three more at the same time give us a holler we'll be right back want to work for a stable yet growing company got it want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years experience in taking care of customers and employees got it want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers got it who has all that SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. With Giant Choice Rewards, I always save money. I can earn choice points on stuff I already buy, then redeem my points for extra dollars off. Thanks, Giant App. Giant for today's table. Save this week on fresh green peppers. Four for four dollars. As the leaves change, leave the hiring to Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. And Indeed's interview tool lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from their website. Visit Indeed.com slash credits. Are we back? Yes, we are. 570-743-9565. That's our hotline number. Give us a call. Jim, stand by just one minute. One of our emailers says, Joe, what will it take for you to see that America is bankrupt, lawless, and no morality or common sense lives here anymore? Please answer. What will it take for you to acknowledge that we are on the edge of destruction? What will it take for you to see? Simple question. All right, there, that's a fair question uh, to our emailer. Let's look at this program for a minute. This program survives on you folks calling in and giving us your opinions. Since we now have just me doing the show, the, the, the back and forth has to be between you and me, you the caller and me the host. So naturally, when you call in and say something, I'm going to question you about it. I'm going to talk to you about it. My personal beliefs, from time to time, I will express a personal opinion because this is an opinion show. But, you know, basically it's a matter of talking to you and, and getting you to express your opinions. Uh, that's what makes the show work. If we don't get you calling in, if we don't get you emailing, if we don't get you texting, then this is kind of a waste of everybody's time. But, you know, my personal opinion is 
yes, I do think America is in trouble. No argument about that. I am, I said, a conservative Republican. But from time to time in this show, I'm going to argue the other side just so that we get everybody's views expressed. And we get many times I'll challenge you on something and you have a good answer. But if I didn't challenge you on it, you wouldn't express that answer and we wouldn't have the benefit of what you thought. So, you know, it is a two-way street. And it works best when you guys call in and we can talk to you and hear your opinions and talk to you about them. And that's exactly what we're going to do with Jim from Shemokin Dam. Good morning, Jim. You're on the mark. Just listening to your last caller, it sounded like he thinks uh, Trump was uh, the new messiah. And if he was so great, why didn't he win both elections? And if he was so great, why didn't he win the majority vote in both elections? I think some people would say to you he did, and it was all a matter of a big cover-up and a steal by the Democrats. Yeah, that's a crazy talking point from Fox News. How's the question for you? Did Biden win a fair and free election? I think he did, yes. Let me put it to you this way. I I think there may have been... I was going to say, I think there... I'm to listen to Trump lying about it. I think there may have been some prob- I think there may have been some problems with the election. There and isolated problems. And I think that, you know, he was right to worry about them, but I don't think that it would have changed the results of the election at all. I mean, I just don't think in any state it would have changed the results of the election. Uh, I know he likes to think he he won. He likes to think that uh, that Joe Biden couldn't possibly beat him. I remember him saying it was embarrassing to lose to this guy, but he did lose to him. And instead of acknowledging that and moving forward, he's continually looking in the rearview mirror and talking about a stolen election. Even if it was, let's say it was massively stolen. Well, there's nothing to be done about it now. We can't undo the last three years or two years. He had 60 lawsuits that he lost. He won one minor one in Pennsylvania. He lost 60 lawsuits. They just found some excerpts from uh, Face the Nation when he was on with Kristen Walker that he's still railing on the same thing that they brought in suitcases of ballots, fake ballots. They're stuffing the ballot boxes. Everything was illegal. This has all been debunked. And then if he needed more lawsuits, he, I guess he quote win the ones he had but anyway long story short Trump's not going to win a general election I don't even think it doesn't even matter who he runs against this guy was a Democrat all his life until he decided he was going to run for president then his whole policies decided to change then he's all pro pro left before that he was open for abortions and all this stuff He's still ranting about the Democrats want to have abortions. Six, seven, eight, ninth month, even even after ninth month. I don't know who does that, but the country's not getting abortions in the ninth month or after the ninth month. It's all a bunch. Of, it, this guy just continuously lies and lies and lies. As far as the economy, people think that he was doing so good. Well, yeah, oil was cheap. He went to the Saudis, begged them to pump more oil out there, so the price went up. He destroyed over 100 small oil drillers in the United States because oil was so cheap they couldn't afford to drill their oil. So now it's only only owned by large oil companies. He also, the deficit, largest deficit he ran up in four years of any president in the United States from the beginning of time. Even Obama had financial problems that had to fix his, and he didn't run up that kind of debt in four years. 
But don't you realize that President Biden has done the same thing? Instead of depending on American energy reserves, he's gone to places like Venezuela to try and get more oil and get the prices lower. Okay, here's the truth about that. Under Trump, he said, he said we are energy efficient. Now, I don't know what that means, because we're never energy efficient. We're never going to be able to supply enough oil for all these big trucks and tractor trailers that shouldn't, shouldn't even be actually be on a highway except for local deliveries. They should be on trains, mass transit. But anyway, he kept the price of oil so low that he thought it was great, and the Saudis finally said that's it. So now the Saudis and Russia decided they need Trump back to be president because they're the only guy that he's the only guy that's dumb enough that they can swindle him into believing everything that they say is the truth. Like Trump says, I believe strongly in course Putin's statement that he didn't involve in anybody election. Anybody who thinks that they weren't involved in the election, they stole Hillary Clinton's emails, the DNC emails, released them to WikiLeaks, and WikiLeaks released, released them to our press which were stolen emails that shouldn't have ever even reached the press, let alone pushed it. They were stolen by the Russians. And Trump's economic policies, he was going to balance the budget. He ran up a $7.6 trillion deficit. He wasn't even close to balancing the budget. But neither's Biden. Also told, Jim, uh, neither's Biden. Biden hasn't balanced the budget. He doesn't even talk about it. He's trying to do better for the country, like build roads, and also Trump told you he's going to give you better health care for a lot cheaper. Do you no. know how many promises Trump made and never kept nothing? Almost all of them. The no. only promise he kept was to, to drop taxes, but only on the richest people. You don't want to drop them on the middle class or the lower class, because they already disappeared. The middle class tax break that Trump got, maybe five or ten bucks, disappeared in 2021. But just keep thinking about all the policies that he was going to do. The worst problem Biden has is with the border. Republicans now are in office for nine months. They railed against the border. They railed against inflation. They railed against everything that was going on since Biden's been in president. What have they done since they've been in office? Investigate Hunter Biden, a common U.S. citizen. They haven't passed a budget. As a matter of fact, Trump this whole first year didn't have nothing to worry about. He ran on Obama's budget. He didn't even have to pass the budget. He even shut the government down because he was too ignorant to keep it open. He wants everybody to now to close the government down because it thinks it's, he thinks it's going to stop all of these investigations. Under <clears throat> he thinks it's just make them all go away. Except they don't. They're funded by a separate part of the government. And now he wants the Republicans to shut down the government if they don't do everything. Do you know how many billions of dollars that costs our government? What would the Democrats... Every time they shut it down? What would the Democrats accept? I mean, I don't hear them out there saying, if the Republicans do this, we'll do that. The only thing I've heard is John Fetterman saying, if those jag-offs over in the House get their act together, maybe we can do something. Hey, listen, listen. They had, a, they had this budget negotiated. They negotiated. McCartney negotiated with Biden and his financial team. They, they got it passed, they, they bought, that went through the Senate, they went back to the House, <laughs> was already negotiated, and they decided the Wackos and the Magic Department over there decided we're shutting the government down because we're listening to Trump and we're going to stop all these investigations and we're not, we're not going to pass this budget until we get it. I want to know one thing. Every time Republicans get in office, they demand concessions. Why? 
don't isn't it a fair policy where you get together and you negotiate between the Republicans and Democrats to get these things done? They just want to demand it their way. Yeah, but if everybody wants their own way and the Democrats aren't saying, hey, we want to bend over and help you here, they're not saying that at all. They're saying if the the House passes something, we won't support it in the Senate. You know, they're both, there's blame enough to go around here, Jim, and I'm surprised you don't see that. Did you you ever hear what the Republicans' plan really is for the budget? Well, you tell me what it is because I'm sure I have a different idea. No, I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. Because the last time I asked you a question, you told me, I said, what policies of Trump do you like? And you said, for every policy established, he would get rid of two. Right. And I asked you, well, what were the policies? You said a lot of them. A lot of them, that's a cop-out. That's really a cop-out. That ain't even an answer. A cop-out. You know what? I looked up that question. I could not find a policy that Trump established. But what he did, he rolled back over 100 environmentalists policies that Obama put in for clean water, clean air, fresh air, and, and, and the fertilizers that poisons young kids and everything else. Right now they're talking about rolling in Alaska and probably killing all the salmon on But I heard a snippet the other day, they actually want to cut money to the border. For they want to cut money for, for clean water, border protection. They want to cut... Medicare, they want to cut food stamps, they want to cut assistance for poor people, everything to hurt the poorest people, and they want to give more tax cuts to the rich people. Well, Jim, we, we got this, to, we got to move I, on. We have another call coming in, and I've got to take a Hold on, one second. Hold on, one one second. Trickle down economics don't work. They never did. They never will. And Republicans believe it does. It doesn't work. Okay. You got to help the lower class and middle class. All right. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate your call. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. We'll take our final break and be back with our next caller. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. visibility in your vehicle and save $10 on a pair of Trico Force wiper blades now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Don't risk your safety because of bad wiper blades. Be ready for any weather. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades for free. Visit your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. 
I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer lasting scent. Fall is prime for planting, and Lowe's knows how to help. Start by beautifying your garden with our large assortment of mums, available in a variety of colors. Then get Stay Green Garden Soil starting at $4.48 to feed your plants all season long. And don't forget Scott's Fertilizer for preparing your lawn for a better spring starting at $28.48. A great-looking fall starts here. Lowe's knows home improvement. Selection varies by location. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Hey, welcome back. The program's picking up here. We have two callers on the line. The first one is June from Sunbury. June, you're on the mark. Oh, good morning, Joe. Good morning. I just want to get in on that last caller. All I can say is that guy lives in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When he was running, Trump was running against Biden. I was out there getting comments from people. Did you know what I heard all the time? What was that? I don't like the way he talks. What else do you know about him? What else do you know about Biden? Nothing. Nothing. All they knew is they didn't like the way he talked. Is that what you vote on? How'd they make out with their nice guy talking, you know, that that just it didn't work went out along very... with the program and, and was politically <laughs> correct. How'd they make out? Didn't work out very well as far as the country is right. concerned. No. You know, I have I have the utmost respect for Trump, mainly because of his strength. What other human being could ever withstood what he has? I couldn't. Well, could you? I, I agree. I mean, you know, what would he, you do? Would you come back and say, "Hey, I love you, America. I want to make you great again." Oh no, I I don't even want anything to do with you. Well, I don't think the media or anybody gave him a real fair chance when he started out, you know, and they started this fake dossier thing almost immediately claiming he was, uh, the Russians were helping him. I mean, they put Trump on the defensive from the very beginning, and I, I certainly think a certain amount of his anger and hostility towards the media and towards some of his contemporary political figures was justified. I really do. Exactly. This but, is, this is I, not totally, but I, I agree, you know, partially, yes. But you know what? How much can you take before you don't come back? And the man has been, he's been persecuted. It never stopped. Never, never stopped. And, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't been fair. It really hasn't. And I know that most human beings could never have tolerated what that man has. Well, and they came after his wife and even his son, Baron. I mean, right. a certain amount of criticism. And I think he, his uh, Melania was the first first lady who wasn't on the f cover of whatever magazine that was at Christmas time. You know, I, th I think they deliberately snubbed him. I think they did things to embarrass him. I think they, you know, he never got a fair break from the press, but I'll give the guy credit. He stood up to the media. I mean, yeah, I grant, I think he went overboard Calling the media the enemy of the people. Absolutely. But yes, on the other has. hand, but on the other hand, he stood there. He took the tough questions. Joe Biden can't even hides from the press. He has to have a list of people he can <laughs> call on, and he already knows the questions they're going to ask. So <laughs> that's another subject, Joe. The dog, his dog, just bit a yeah, guard right. <laughs> for the eleventh time. These bit somebody. What? Well, if I were Joe Biden's dog, I'd probably bite somebody, too. Is, is, he, is he above the law as well? 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Joe, they have a psychiatrist for him. For the dog? To heal with the stress. <laughs> the dog has PTSD. <laughs> well, I didn't know I there were doggy I can't believe these people. I truly can't believe these Bidens and the things that they come up with. Now, maybe they need to talk the psychiatrist in seeing their son rather than the dog. Might be an idea. <laughs> hey, June, thanks so much for your call. Really appreciate thanks. it. Thank, Thank you so you, much. Joe. Take nice care. speaking with you Nice again. to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Bob, you're on the mark from Williamsport. Good morning, sir. Oh, I didn't got hey, press the button. Uh, there you go, Bob. You're on. Good morning, Joe. Uh, I guess my comment is uh, the, the only way that we can fix what's wrong with America is we we need to give everybody a dose of the dope that Jim's taken. <laughs> well, I don't know that he's taking anything like that. That's what he believes, and he's not the only caller or person that he's entitled. Okay. The problem, and they're afraid of the problem. Not a little harsh. That's a fact. Look yeah, it but... into it. You don't, you don't ever ask, you don't ever ask like, uh, like Tom and and uh, and this Jim guy, what 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 did they ever do in their life that benefited society? Well, I, I, would, I would say I don't know that, that I'd want somebody I, asking me that question either. Why? Why? What are, what are you ashamed of? Well, no, I'm not ashamed of anything, but I don't know that everything I've done is a benefit to society. I'd like to think I've done some well, things. Well, not that everything anybody's done is a benefit to society. Not anything. No, no, no person does everything to benefit society. But it would be nice if they did one thing. I would bet if you ask Tom, that calls here quite frequently, what his job was, if he even had a job, he either worked for the government or he was in a union that covered his butt because he didn't do anything all day. Well, you sure have some firm opinions, Bob. <laughs> No, I've been around a long time, and I recognize these people. I, I used to have to tolerate them. I don't anymore because I'm old enough now that I don't need to tolerate these crap that they feed us. Okay, but, you know, isn't there room for dissent in this country? Isn't there room for somebody just disagreeing with you without them being um, a parasite, as you, uh, whatever you called uh, some people, uh, didn't you, what did you use? It wasn't parasite, something else. Oh, Bob, call back earlier in the program. You'll have more time. I'm sorry we're out of it for right now. Hey, thanks so much for those of you who participated. We'll look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Our final text of the day says, Fraudster, Trumpster, only hug the flag and Bible for a photo op. He's running to stay out of jail, not for Americans. That's the closing word for today. And on the mark in WKOK, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company.